Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Test of Time. Love, passion, and hustle in the restaurant business. Yeah, we've been hustling lately. We sure have. We've been nonstop. Lots, of <laughs> lots, lots and lots of hustling. So uh, what what number is this? Number 31? One, I think 31. So episode yeah. number 31. We've been hustling so much we haven't had time to do these. Yes. And we feel bad because we have fun doing these. We sure do. And uh, so... so we're back, we're back. And hopefully we'll uh, do a few episodes a week to kind of get caught up, caught up. and um, bring you some really cool episodes and some cool information and just our stories. You know, Marcus and I love to travel. We love to talk about uh, our restaurant and what we do and how we do it just our journey. and just just right, exactly and I think people really appreciate the journey and the realness of what we what we do and what we are so we get a lot of comments on Facebook like I can't believe you too you work your butts off you travel so much you're like I don't even know how you do the things that we right. do and I gotta tell you today's one of those days I don't know where today went i don't know what uh i don't know i just felt very overloaded today so you know yep. we do a lot of different things um we do two community um events that raise money for our community and um give back to our community um a year and i feel like it takes six months to plan each of them and um here we go so yep, we are to our christmas day soup kitchen yes that's happening. Then we have started planning for the Elmo Run Like Which we winning. started today. We started so today. So we now we have the plan for a big race, a community race, a 5K race. Yes. So, yeah. So, and this year has been a whirlwind, 2023. We I don't know share, where the year went. <laughs> I want to share some of our challenges this year with 2023. First, let's start off with our year started off um without many challenges right no. um we it started off we became grandparents um our grandson will be a year old the beginning of january so um so that was i mean that just started our year off just it, with a bang and in a great way and so we have had some challenges right and we traveled a lot to see justin play baseball we did justin's doing amazing in baseball our son and our um so so, but, but so, there have so been our, some challenges. Our biggest, our biggest challenge has been with staffing. Yes. And it didn't start until maybe April. Yes. April didn't start. And. You we, know, every year, every year we have, we have a little challenge, not as big as this year, but we have a little challenge getting staff for the summertime um, because you, we're hiring right in March, April, and we're hiring staff to bring in for the summer because that's our busiest time. Um, and that can be, you know, challenging every year, but this year has been even more challenging. It's, it's been a whirlwind. So it all started back in April, end of April and in May. And it's only been one, one position in the kitchen. There was one position in the kitchen for most of the year, one position in the kitchen. And we always have to hire a couple more people on the floor mm -hmm. front of the house. That one position in the kitchen who's which usually filled by a summer person that comes from college mm -hmm. and she comes in and she rocks it out the last couple of years she she's come in and yeah. rocked it rocked it out yeah. and it's just been amazing to have her she got an internship this year she's an inter a law a law student she got mm -hmm. an internship and couldn't come to us all of a sudden we found out the last minute so we're like on our uh, mad scramble to hire this this extra person that's this extra third person on the line there's more than three people in our kitchen but the way the kitchen line works, we have 
two main people that work on the line every night. Then they have backups and preps and things like that. But you need, on a busier night, you need a third person on the line to help sort of marry both stations and put the food up and call the tickets, even though we have somebody on the other side that calls the tickets. Mm -hmm. That was one key position that was consistent with this this summer was our expediter front of the house expert yes. she was really good and she's what 16 17 years old 18, 17 now 17 yeah she's a senior and she's doing an amazing job she's and, been with us for a couple of years now so and that's been the, that was a true shining light in that in that position so it all started back when we started putting ads out on indeed and we got one person to come in the first person that came in i remember a lot of people that came in <laughs> you probably remember a lot more than I did because I really uh, had the a little bit of struggles in the dining room as well. So finding staff. First so. person gung ho was a female. She lived right down the road. She came and interviewed. Oh, she came yeah. in and cooked. All gung ho after the first weekend. I love it here. I love it here. I love it here. Put her on the schedule the next weekend. I can't work for you. I'm like okay, so we'll start the journey again. <laughs> and so this perpetual every week of interviewing somebody people, new coming somebody in new. and trying it. And early on in our early on in our journey, uh, this one kid kept calling for a job. Kid, young young man kept calling for a job. I'm like, okay, it's calling. Come interview, give you a shot, right? And he came in. He worked a couple of shifts, and and somebody was, I think that was the guy that was like Narcan and that was like overdosed <laughs> and everything, and was like wasn't alive like two weeks ago. And I'm like, well, he's hiding it very well. If you know, he's a drug addict or whatever's happened in his life, he's hiding it very well. And after like three or four shifts, he just fizzled out. We never saw him again. <laughs> but I, 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 you also had, we had some, you know, personality issues in the kitchen. I don't know if that's, you're getting to some of those right. things. We had like... one cook that came in that was bragging that he was in prison for a number of years because he put somebody's head on the flat top. He's on the flat top. <laughs> And he's making this announcement to the other cooks, like, yeah, I just got a prison. I was in prison because I assaulted another cook and took their head and put on a, the flat top cooker. And I'm like, gee, I have to provide, we we have to provide a safe workplace. <laughs> and now that I know this. I can't have you working here. I can't really have you working here. And I, I don't want to assume that this is going to be the situation and, and and stereotype and make you guilty. But it's our job as an employer to provide a safe working place. Mm -hmm. We had another guy who was helping himself to lobster dinners, taking home. Remember that? He was yep. bragging about lobster dinners, taking home, him and his girlfriend. That was the good. same guy, wasn't different he? Guy oh, different guy. See, they all flow into each other. We also had a fight break out um, in yes. the kitchen between between two females. Two females. Two females. Uh, and uh, the one goes, I'm <laughs> going to pull a gun on you and this and that. We were traveling at the time, but our guests heard it. And we got a bad review online yeah. that the kitchen staff is fighting, threatening to pull guns out. And I'm like. Oh, this what? girl, this female came in, this young lady came in, so eager, dedicated, this and that. And after a couple of shifts, I, I asked such, I think I asked good questions. How do you handle We stress? both asked very good How do you handle too. altercations? How do you handle kind of different personalities? They all give you these answers like, oh, I'm great. I'm fine with this, this, and this. One of the questions I've learned to ask is, tell me the last time you left a job without giving two weeks notice mm -hmm. and it catches them off guard they actually answer the question like oh the last time i did that i'm like you gotta be kidding me another another one who just doesn't respect their employer and every situation is different right so maybe some employers don't deserve the respect but you know i'd like to think that we deserve the respect and we give the respect it's a two-way street so she's doing fine after a couple shifts we go to one of justin's baseball games and 
we get a phone call that there's a huge fight going, huge fight on, going on and that they had to be pulled outside and we had to call the cops. They had to call the cops. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding, kidding me. me. Gotta be kidding like, me. You are looking for a job. You are being employed. Like you and it was need a new to, person. And it was a new person. New yeah. person started the fight. And it's crazy the, to me. The employee who had been here for two years, a year and a half, was simply trying to say, this is how you usually do this, or this is where you get. She was giving her some advice. And she, she didn't want advice. It. No she want advice. So I don't really. And then, okay. then there, so the guy who was taking home lobster dinners, right? He was also bragging to the staff, "I'll cook you whatever you want," and this and that. Um, another employee sent an inappropriate text message uh, to another female employee about a certain body part that they wanted to feel up, cop a feel, and <laughs> we can't. You can't, make you can't this, make this up. You can't make this up. I mean, you can't make this up. And I, I know this is not just us. We are not the only ones dealing with all of these staffing issues. But there's got to be a way to combat some of them. And, you know, even in the dining room, you know, we have a few um, issues here and there with, with staff, you know. Uh, one kid, right? He was, uh, <laughs> he, I, I don't know. He was so just... one of our employees, he ended up, so you're talking about the one who tried to like kill his mother. Yeah. Well, that, that he went for us last year. He was last year. But he, yeah. He went off the deep end. He went off the deep end and tried to kill his mother just year recently. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've had employees that tell me that I'm too, uh, I micromanage too much. Um, That's a common one. Yeah. Micromanage is, is interesting, but it's our restaurant, Training. right? And it's it's us teaching you how to do things the way that we would like them to be done. I always, I always explain to the staff when we hire them. If you were to play professional baseball, professional basketball, a professional team, a college team, non-professional, you're going to have a coach who's going that, that's going to micromanage, is going to call the plays, mm -hmm. make sure you're running the plays, mm -hmm. critique you on the plays, and make sure that that happens the next time. They're there to coach you. We are your coach. coaches. Yes. There's a specific way we want things. We're going to train you. We're going to give you this online training program. We're going to train in person. We're going to train via Zoom calls. We're going to train, train. But some of the training is done on the floor. So we're going to critique how well do you do with criticism? How well do you do with criticism? Oh, I love it. I don't mind it. I get to grow as a person, this and this and this, this, this and this. But it's not, and it's not really how they, them, how they feel. Yeah. Right. And as soon as you tell them, I would have done it that way, or can you do this or this? Why are you micromanaging me? Well, because we can see things that you can't because- We've been doing it for 20 years and we know what our expectations are of our guests and of what they're expecting and, and all that stuff. And, you know, every, we don't get mad. Though. No, we don't get mad. We just, we just correct. And they get mad. The employees get mad when you correct them. And um, it's very, it's an interesting dynamic that's happening right now in our world. And I don't know, I don't quite know what the answer is, um, but, you know, we've always done staff meetings in person and we switched, you know, during the pandemic to, on uh, you know, Zoom meetings. And now I'm finding that I have to do a meeting every night with our staff. At the end of the night, after the shift, I have to go over I things and they're enjoying it more than us just bitching and complaining to them and, you know, correcting them in a staff meeting opposed to all of the staff from that night sitting down and having a discussion. It's more of like a pep talk. You're giving. It is more like it's a, a pep, pep talk. talk and it's more correcting, but giving them all of the things that we've done for the past 20 years, 
in a half an hour spiel, you know, it, it's, I don't know what the answer is. Um, I think that we, I think that we are easy to work for. I think that we have very, very high expectations. I think we've become easier to work for over the 20 years. Um, we're established. You're over. Uh, um, easier to work for. You know, I, I we're established. We're, um, you know, what's the words I'm looking for? You know, it's just, I'm not really sure what the answers are. And um, I'm sure many of the people who are going to be listening to this are dealing with a lot of the same things, just in different, um, in all industries, in, in different industries is what I was going to say. And um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, we just keep changing and, uh, you know, just changing what we're doing, how we're doing it, trying different ways, doing it this way, doing it that way, and just trying to do it over and over and over again as best as we can until we find something that clicks and then you find something that works and then you have to start all over again. You know, the part that sucks is I become immune to the excuses employees give for missing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't stand it anymore. You know, it, it's kind of, it kind of gets me in a bad mood when they, they're constantly constantly having problems and 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 you know i'm not saying that some of them aren't legitimate but here's some the problem. of them are but some of them have very legitimate problems and legitimate excuses but when when it's the same thing like how many employees can you have come to work and after they're here for a half an hour end up throwing up and vomiting like that happens over and over so they like get to work crying, and just vomited it's like crying wolf you know i always say that you know i know the last 10 people that vomited not all 10 of you that say vomited, vomited. Right. So like, who's telling the truth? Who isn't? Right. And unfortunate, all these things, we become immune to the excuses, which is unfortunate because there's so many excuses mm -hmm. and it's every other day. It's not like once every two weeks, once it's every other day. Oh, it's, it's constant, constant, constant. So the people yeah. have legitimate, legitimate excuses. We kind of overlook them we because do. yeah, it's just, we're bombarded. And we with... want to believe that, that all of these things are true, but it's very hard to believe when, when it's constantly happening. Right. So, right. And you so, almost yeah. like want to ask them like in the interviews, like when was the last time you got sick? When was the last time you threw up? When was right. Last right. Time you... <laughs> this is because I mean, it, it's literally shocking how many employees come into work and they're fine. And an hour later, I can't get out of the bathroom. I'm vomiting. And that that's I've never had I've in I've all never 20 had years of the restaurant here. I've never had it as much as we have it now. Once a year, twice a year. Now it's happening every, every week. Every week, yeah. Every week, somebody's, yeah. and I'm like. So 2023 has been a an interesting staffing uh, year. Um, I would definitely say that I need to, you know, I always try to find a word of the year, and next year my word's going to have to be a little bit different, and I'm going to have to focus on probably focus. It should be my word. Focus on some different areas and different things and different techniques um, to to do. So. so now here's what here's what even added to more of our complexities. Our chef in the kitchen after six years mm -hmm. just left. Yes. In the fall, just left in the fall after six years, moving on, going somewhere else. Totally fine with her decision. She happy, wants to be with her family more. Her, very happy, happy for her. her. Yeah. Could not complain that she's dedicated six years to working for us and did the job. Not no complaints at all. Another person in the kitchen that was been working with us two years mm -hmm. that was very organized, very clean um, organization back there. Kept a clean station. Uh, no drama, always came to work, even when he didn't feel good. I'm like, you should probably go home. You don't feel good. Mm -hmm. He left, left after, after two, two years. years. Yeah. 
So pretty much the whole. So we're pretty new. new right now. Yeah, yeah, everybody's pretty much new, um, except for our, our uh, prep cook dishwasher Wally. Years. He's been with us for twenty years. So. Yep, Candace has been with us for two years. Mm -hmm. So we do have a little consistency, but it's a lot. Little, a little, but we're here. So imagine if we didn't know how to do these jobs, right? Imagine if we had a restaurant that you didn't know how to cook in. Right, there's a lot right? of restaurants. And that... there's a lot of restaurants like that. Or I didn't know how to take tables and make drinks. And I didn't know how to go into the kitchen. I mean, there was a night um, a few weeks ago that it was you and I in the kitchen. Um, you know, so so the that's the plus to having our own restaurant and being in charge of it and knowing what's going on, I can't imagine um, being in a situation where we couldn't do those things. Right. So with the new challenges, I want to say for a new episode on how we're handling it. Yes. Because I think the solution that we've come up with is amazing. Mm -hmm. I have some reservations about it, but the system that we've come up with that I've embracing is an amazing solution and system and the kitchen is in, well, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about that, that for the next, next episode. Um, but in the meantime, where can they go for more tips on how to run restaurants? Excellent. So you can go to 50 mistakes, 50 mistakes, um, 50 yep. mistakes.com. Sorry. You know, we haven't done this in a while. 50 mistakes.com uh, to find out more tips and tricks um, to the restaurant business. Uh, Marcus and I have written two books as well. Um, Everyone has to eat, um, which is uh, a great book. And 50 mistakes. 50 mistakes. <laughs> restaurant uh, owners make. Um, so we have two books. Actually, you have three books out, right? Three books. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check us out 50 mistakes.com. Uh, we are Jamie and Marcus from Aroma Titan Bistro in Ellenville. And, um, we are glad that you are here today with us, listening to us, uh, ramble about all of the hustle and bustle that we do here in our restaurant. All right. Until next episode, we'll see you then.